guys welcome back to queen frost no chaser podcast i hope everyone is in a delightful mood and i want to go and move on to special three which is chapter three of 13 things that mentally strong people don't do um so if you miss the first and the second they are out there um keep in mind these are just strictly my notes these are how i interpret them um take these things as how they resonate to you um like i said you can also if you want to get this book you can also get this book at target and it is available on amazon for $7.99 um i say that's a bargain for self-help but let's go ahead and jump into chapter three they don't shy away from change now this is a big thing for people a lot of people they go through life and they fear change it is the scariest thing in the world for them because they're used to operating in a certain way or they're used to living their life a certain way and when this change comes it causes almost this fear and this discomfort that can be paralyzing for them and i want to encourage you to this change can be a good thing and sometimes change is required for you to move forward so you know let's talk about change so what are some reasons that people may shy away from making changes like for example one of the things that tend to happen is you just tend to justify like bad behavior in a way of just like trying to convince yourself that what I'm doing isn't bad my behavior isn't bad I'm not hurting anyone I mean it's just that thought process and everybody, I think innately one of the things is routine. Um, everybody has a routine every day. And just the idea of changing a routine or adding something to a routine, it can create some sense of anxiety within a person. And it might send them over the edge and they feel this panic when they actually have to do this. So a lot of times if you're in bad situations, a lot of people will avoid making changes because they feel as if I make this change, if I do something different, if I alternate the the way I operate or the narrative that in which I carry my life, things could be worse. Um... A lot of, and the biggest thing is, you know, we have people that may start projects and um, different things. And what ends up truly happening in this situation is they start it, but they never finish it. Neither, or they just don't stick to it because either it becomes, for them in their mind, a little bit bored, mundane, mediocre. It doesn't hold their interest long enough. Um, so if you, anybody of us that have, you know, some people have families, friends, and 
you know, when it comes down to those situations, people change all the time. They make these changes. And oftentimes in life, we find that we often just have a very difficult time adjusting and adapting to these changes. So the idea of changing anything for some people is scary. You know, um, or you're worried that if even if I make this change, it's not going to last. This is going to be temporary. That negative uh, nagging thought that steps in that bothers um, people so, so much. And, you know, I'm going to give a little piece of um, breakdown after I go through this list a little bit. Um, so... And the biggest thing is so many people, we get into these comfort zones in our life where we're in this safe bubble. This is where we know we're safe. We know it's comfortable because we know and we've been in this way that everything is working how it normally works. And the idea that you have to step outside of yourself into a zone that may be um, somewhat unfamiliar to you or it's just completely different from your everyday norm, it becomes scary for some people. So the idea of stepping outside of themselves in their um, safety zone that they resort to as a safe place in their life or a safe habit that they feel is a safe habit in their life, that's where they, you know people tend to stick to and this creates a fear and a sense of dread having to even do anything different and the biggest another big thing is the lack of motivation to want to change so let me tell you this anything that you do you have to have some kind of motivation for you have to have a purpose you have to have a reason uh, behind it everyone and the whole thing is you know, a lot of people denounce, you know, creating motivation or um, creating a positive narrative that allows them to start putting change in effect, especially in areas of your life where it's very needed. Um, there's so many instances where if um, you have a person and, you know, they've been blessed with this job that, you know, it takes care of the family and they've been there for so long. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people in this world that God can come knocking at your door and say, hey, look, I know we got you here, you know, we got you on this job, that was good, that was a temporary situation, but child of mine, I need you to let go of this job right here that I gave you in the first place, because I'm about to walk you through a door into another season in your life, you're going to have a better job, it's going to have better, better benefits, you can give somebody, he can give you all these perks, and there are some people that would be so scared to let go of that job, to move on, to something that he's saying, I, the Lord is saying, I got something better for you over here, but you can't take that job with you. You have to let that go. And a lot of people 
just get stuck there. It's this fear of leaving it because what if it's not as cracked up to be or it's too much hard to work or you feel like you sacrificed to get this one. And yes, you know, it pays the bills. I want to go over here and do something different. But if I do this, I don't know what on this end I'm going to lose. So people have these moments. And that was just one of the examples. And I use the example of people that's trying to transfer careers and jobs. Um, so the biggest thing is excuses. You know, there's so many people in this world that are full of excuses. They make excuses for, um, why they're not doing things or why they're not doing some things that they are supposed to be doing. It's just like our bodies right with our bodies we know that it requires exercise it requires us to take care of it so every now and again you run into people who have these excuses well I would I would like to go um exercise but I work too much I would like to go to the gym, but I'm tired all the time when I get up. Um, I would like to eat healthier, but, you know, there's food that I still like, and I feel like if I eat in moderation, I should be fine. Or, um, I'd like to try to fix my relationships in with people but you know I just don't feel like I'm the problem I should put in the effort to do it so I'm just saying there's a lot of excuses people come up with for not doing anything about their situations because a lot of times these are situations ultimately we can end up creating and we don't we're not realize that we're creating situations and a lot of people just avoid doing really big things and because it's a commitment it seems like a huge commitment some people have always said I want to get in better shape you know I know I'm not in the best shape I want to get in better shape because you know if it's summertime coming around you know there's people that's trying to get their summer bodies all together and stuff like that. So during the time that they should be going to the gym and starting these healthier um, ways of eating, ultimately what happens is they'll drag their feet or hesitate to do it. So when it comes around, you know, they're still in the same spot. And it's all because Anything new or different for them is a, it makes it seem like it's a huge, big commitment. And the truth is, it's really, really not a huge commitment. It's just the fact of, are you motivated to do it? I mean, do you really want to do it? Or are you just saying this? But these are some of the reasons 
that people shy away uh, from actually making changes. You know, um, and this is this is one thing. People that are mentally strong don't shy away from changes or challenges. Okay. Change is a constant thing in this world. And a lot of people forget that people change over time. Uh, If you look at our periods in history, the eras have changed. The, you know, if you look at it from us being in the 60s to the 90s to the 2000s, everything changes. There's always going to be a change. But for some people, people are okay with the thought of I'm okay right here I want to do something but the idea of it is scary because it's like being a fish it's like being a fish out of water for them and it creates this um, sense of hopelessness or I'm scared or I don't know what's on the other side of this if I do it and I don't know if this is going to work out. and But the biggest thing is people make a lot of excuses for not doing things that they should do, which are good for them. So what are the different types of changes? Now, this is something, and it's seriously a big one. So one is an all or nothing change. Okay? So it's an all or nothing. So you're going to go all in and change and do and make those movements or you're not going to do anything at all meaning anybody that's going to do the all or nothing change or attempt it it's not going to be an option of halfway doing something so you have to really be 100% motivated to do these things. The second one is a habit change. So you can choose to uh, get rid of bad habits. Like um, an example here is sleeping too late. So if you want to create a good habit, you know, um, like exercising like five times a week, you know, these things can help you decrease these bad habits by creating good ones. So small habit changes are a change in itself. So that's just one of the many. Um, another one, trying something new change. So if you're one of these people who are diehard, I am setting my ways. I This is how I always lived and this is how things have always been and this is where I'm at the trying something new so sometimes you know really change requires trying involves trying something new or a change in your routine um say maybe you always you've never really big haven't been big on going to a soup kitchen and helping out in the homeless shelters and things like that so if you've never done that and you want to do something different just to try something new in the sense of giving back, as an example, you can volunteer at a hospital. You can volunteer during the holidays um, 
at shelters and, you know, handing out meals to people who really need food or it's a lot of things that can come with trying new things. So it just depends. Um, the next one would be behavioral changes, how we behave. So, um, let's say you have a child, they are in sports because if anybody are familiar with the competitive parents, when they go to sporting events, because you see these fights all the time, you know, it's one thing. It doesn't necessarily say you're it's you're dealing with a habit but like for example you may want to commit to going to all your kids sports games you see what I'm saying if they have games or you just want to be changed if your behavior has been more on the hostile end and you seeing that it's not getting you anywhere and it's kind of like well I'm being mean I'm being hostile. I'm not exactly being civil. I'm not exactly being nice. I'm not exactly being approachable. So I want to try to be friendly. I want to try to be nice. I want to make these changes, this behavioral change that is going to put me in that direction for me to be who, be that change that I'm trying to be. Emotional changes. Um, So everybody thinks of all changes being tangible. Um, so, a lot of times, it's the emotional changes. So, a lot of times, if I want to say the example, like, if you are constantly snapping, you have anger issues, and stuff like that, often people who are not in the stage of emotional change, what they find themselves doing a lot of the time is being angry snapping at people but when they decide that I want to change but with the emotion change but I don't know how that takes some time so you take that it's basically taking that time and examining why am I so angry what is what's the basis of why I'm so angry what tra- what traumatic or what what got me set on this path what is the major reason that for some reason I can't get past this anger why is it that when I look at example of Ellen I always find myself angry for some reason with her uh, why is it that when it comes to me opening up in my marriage or my relationship or to my friends, I become angry. And instead of me opening up to them, I find myself lashing out at them. What is the root cause of this? Let me examine myself. That has to be the thought process in these things right there. And then also there are the cognitive changes. And the cognitive changes are the best. And I can tell you this, if the cognitive changes are the way your narrative is you're changing the way that you may process your thought process of course your thinking um you know how to decrease unhealthy thoughts that are just not conducive to anything 
that you're trying to do. Um, and see, here's the biggest thing. People want to wait till uh, New Year's. You know, they always say, what's your New Year's resolution? And somebody's always going to say, well, I'm going to go to the gym this year. And um, I'm going to get my life straight this year. i got to get my finances straight this year. And what commonly happens is we hear people saying, I'm going to do. This is my re- resolution and nothing ever gets done. But because it comes with a sense of readiness. And if you are not at that point of readiness, that's a problem. That's why, you know, there's no success at maintaining it. And then basically you're not ready to, you aren't ready or you're not creating anything to even so much as say I'm going to make a commitment I'm actually going to do this setting a date a goal time not something changes can just be something as simple as saying this month I'm going to work on this it's not overloading your plate with multitude of things it's not it's not overloading yourself it's setting tangible dates so that way in time frames to get things done because when we overload ourselves we find that we get nothing done so what are the five stages of change and what do they mean Pre-contemplation is stage one. So when people are in the, you know, pre-contemplative stage, they they have not yet to identify what they need to change yet, but they know they need to, but it's an uncertainty level of what that really is and what that implies at that time. So that's just the first stage of people recognizing change. The second is contemplation. So, contemplation stage are basically people who are actively considering the pros and cons of making a change. What's the good and what's the bad about this change? They're making these pros and cons to see, is this change worth making? Do I make this change? And it's contemplative and it's ongoing versus the pre-contemplation stage where it's not even really thought of yet. So the number three, you have preparation. This is where people are preparing themselves to make a change. They're going and they're making the preparations. They're establishing a plan that they can follow and that they can stick to. And, you know... That's just part of it. You know, number four is action. So once that this is set in motion, they have something set in stone that they can actually do, action is put into place. So they can make concrete behavioral changes that take place and they act on these things. They no longer become... um, situations of I'm going to hold off the action stage 
sim- symbolizes that it's time, it's time to move now, it's time to act on it. And number five is maintenance. So it's basically maintaining the lifestyle changes that he's already set in motions, especially when you're dealing with the obstacles may come. So it could be, I'm trying to go on a diet so I can lose maybe 30 pounds, but I know Thanksgiving is coming around the corner and that's an obstacle right there because we all know everybody likes to eat, get around the table, have some good old food. But during this whole time, they're consecrating a plan that I can eat, but I have to eat within reason here. I not to sit up here and eat and overstuff myself and derail myself completely. You know, some people allow themselves at least one cheat day just to eat something that they like. It's, it's a holiday. It's a family thing. But... It's about creating a plan, a plan ahead in order so that way you can maintain whatever it is you're trying to maintain, regardless if it's um, a dietary change, if it's an exercise regimen, it's a routine change, it's a behavioral change. It just depends. Um, what causes people to not uh, forego making and fearing change is basically fear. It's the it's the stress in the situation. It's the frustration. It's the lack of confidence in the situation. It's the fear that I'm not confident enough to go through this. I am not strong enough to go through this. All of these negative thoughts, and once again, that is part of the cognitive changes that should happen. They don't happen right away. But I will tell you, fear is the biggest thing. Fear is the biggest thing that holds people back. And let me tell you guys, it's okay, you know, you got to be scared of something at some point in your life. Everybody is. I don't care who says or not, they are. Some people are in a state of fear right now because we are going through a time where um, everything is some depending on where you are in the world, some things are still shut down. Some people are scared and they're in fear of financially. How do I keep food on the table? How do I keep my bills paid? Um, And so on. So fear, during this time frame, a lot of people are taking these moments to figure out how do I make changes so I don't find myself in this place again. What is it that I need to be doing different? that I, I should have been doing in the first place to make sure that I'm okay. And the other biggest thing for people is they like to avoid discomfort, anything that's not comfortable for them. So a lot of people associate change with discomfort or in their ability to actually be able to tolerate the discomfort or... Um, and whatever accompanies that behavior that comes with that discomfort, if that makes any sense to you. So when people associate discomfort with change, that creates a whole um, mental 
breakdown for them because it's like change is so uncomfortable. But here's the fact. A lot of people don't realize this. Change is uncomfortable. It's meant to be uncomfortable because until you are willing to be uncomfortable, you won't get to the place that you're trying to get to. Sometimes it's coming out of that place, this zone that you've created where you've been comfortable your whole entire life and now you can't um, do that anymore. So now you're uncomfortable. It's like being like a fish out of water, trying to find another body of water. But the whole thing is that uncomfort is a part of that process of change. It is to get you used to going through the motions of going into something else or another stage or to reach that next plateau in your life. So don't take discomfort as being a bad thing. Sometimes in order to get and reach your goals and what you're trying to do to reach your happiness, you have to go through the uncomfortable stages. Uh, Grief. Um, Grief is one of those things, you know, some people have a problem with grief when it comes down um, to this. So a lot of times for people, they find this grief stage is hard. It's difficult. It's emotional. It's traumatizing. But the fact is, so... For people, they go to this grieving stage and it's grief because it that change means doing something different or having to get in, basically giving something up. So it's always the common notion that I'm leaving something behind me. You know, so a lot of people to spare themselves from that grief or dealing with that, having to deal with grief, grief period is to get convince themselves that there's no need to change you know that's the bad part so what's the problem shying away from change um it has so many serious consequences to this so the biggest one of the few things here is staying in the same Staying the same or staying in the same position often equals to you getting stuck in a rut. So, meaning you really don't get anywhere. Life gets boring. You don't um, do anything different. Um, It's mundane. It's depressing. You know. Um, And the other thing, you won't learn anything new. Because, see, throughout your life, you'll always be learning something. But when you don't choose to change, you miss out on the opportunities to learn something new. Um, so I want people to take this note out of here. Don't think your choice not to change will prevent anyone else from embracing a change. Because, see, ultimately what happens is you get left behind. And it does. And then you keep choosing to do everything the same way for the rest of your life. While everybody's moving forward, you are still in that spot. 
because they're not going to wait on you to decide to change. Some people don't resist change. Some people embrace it. And the people that don't often find themselves stuck. Your life may not get better. So if you don't change, you can't make your life better. So, but if you aren't willing, but here's the thing. If you're not willing to try to try something new or different, anything that you have going on that is unresolved will remain unresolved. So in order to change, it's one of those situations that you have to make changes for things to get better. And if you don't forego these things, don't expect to see results. Um, The other thing about this is you won't challenge yourself to develop healthier habits, okay? It's easy to develop the bad habits, Breaking the bad habits requires a willingness to do something different from what you've been doing. So, if you find yourself stressed out, some people I know are smokers. And often, they'll think, I'm stressed out, I'm about to go smoking a cigarette. So, you can do that all day long, but that comes with consequences, you know. Smoke, you know, breathing issues, respiratory issues, um, issues that definitely deal with the lungs, of course, um, versus somebody saying, okay, I'm stressed out. Let me do something new. I'm going to start going to the gym and I'm going to work out and work out my frustrations. Not only am I releasing this frustration, but I'm also getting healthy too. So that's what, if you see what I did, I changed the narrative. And the problem with shying away from changes, a lot of people you think are going to stick with you, people will outgrow you. You know? Um, if you're unwilling to challenge yourself and improve, you know, people will outgrow you. They will get bored with you and they will move on. That's just how it is. So, it's... It happens all the time. It happens in marriages. It happens in friendships. It happens with family. That we tend to outgrow people because obviously the other person is okay with just the mundane. Same thing that they do all the time. And there's nothing interesting about them. There's nothing that wants you to, they want to stay connected to. So you have to think about it that way. And most definitely, the longer you wait, the harder it is. Okay? And that's a fact. Um, there's really never a perfect time to do anything. I'm going to be honest with you. There's never a perfect time. So you can say, I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait till next month and I'm going to start my diet or I'm going to wait. Um, you know, till I start my new job before I start going to the gym or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. There is never a perfect time to do anything. And unfortunately, that is a fact. So the longer you tend to wait to make these changes, the harder it will be for you to even start making changes. I just want to make sure I'm putting in some good notes for everyone here. 
um, it's important to accept change because, you know, when you're not accepting change, you find yourself in a very uh, bad position and the world moves on without you and yet you are still living in the past. You know, one thing you can do if you're not sure about something, okay, how do I, and some people might ask, how do I identify the pros and cons of change? Create a list. On the pros side, what is a pro? What is a good point for change? What's the con for a certain change? So it's just the same thing as you weigh out anything else. It's just weighing out that change and is it worth it for different things. Um, that's just a tip for people who's not sure about a change. Take your time, sit down, evaluate, reflect, and write a pro and cons list. What's outweighing is the good outweighing the bad? The good, you know, the good is not as holding up as good as the bad is, but at the same time, you have to evaluate from a critical point. So, you have to develop awareness of your emotions during this time, especially when you're trying to accept change. So, some people find that they have this um, feeling that of nervousness that the change won't last or you feel exhausted from the sheer thought of doing something different um are you basically you're uh, worried about your ability to follow through with it um scared things might get worse um also you think you'll have to give something up are you sad about that uh, are you uncomfortable even admitting a pre-existing problem you have to be have develop an awareness about your emotions so but here's the golden rule to this guys don't allow your emotions to make the final decision when it comes down to making a change sometimes you have to be willing to change even if you don't want to or you feel like it because the emotions have a very powerful play in this. So often people always wonder, well, it comes with that is not always positive. No, it's not always, does it always feel like a positive experience? So the question is, somebody, somebody might be asking, how do I manage these negative thoughts that have begun to develop? So what are some bigger words? Like these are some examples that a lot, often a lot of people use as a thought process, this will never work. I can't handle doing something different. It'll be too hard. It'll be too stressful giving up something you like. Um, what I'm doing now isn't bad. Or you just don't see anything wrong with what you're doing now. There's no sense in trying because I tried something before and it didn't help me or it didn't work. Um, or in some obvious reasons, the obvious one is some people just don't deal well with change. And that's just a negative thought. So you have to create a different narrative in your head for these negative thoughts. 
because they will creep in, but you have to catch them when they creep in. You can say, for example, some people have to go into the thought process thought process of this will be too hard but instead of saying this will be too hard this will be challenging but it'll be worth it when I get to the other side of things here so the thing to do and to understand and this is what's so critical creating a successful plan for a change so you want to create a plan for how you plan to implement your change and how you're going to stick to it Okay, so while you're doing that, you want to look at what's your plan, how do you implement it, and how am I going to maintain it? That is what is important. So here are some more tips. So definitely create goals for what you would like to accomplish in the next 30 days. And this is why I say you create goals that you can do within a reasonable time span. And instead of, I'm going to do this, and then you have to extend it. So your first thing will probably be going to be 30 days. That's the easiest ones to do. And just pace them out that way. Some people, you can't try to change everything at once. It's a little bit at a time and not taking on more than you can handle at once. Um, so you can establish concrete behavior changes um, that makes reaching your goal every day that much easier. So the key to this is to identify at least one step you can take each day to move closer to your actual goal or what you're trying to do. So that's something to definitely do here. Um, anticipate obstacles because they're going to come. So you want to also, when you're making your plan and creating a plan, make sure you have something in there for obstacles as well and how um, you can stay on track when these arise. Definitely accountability is one of the biggest things. So establish accountability. Keep yourself accountable. So if a lot of times accountability comes with having good friends, um, It could be a spiritual leader for you. It could be a group therapy of people that keep you accountable for your actions. It could just be having your significant other do it, keep you accountable for it. But you want them to be reliable. Uh, Monitor your progress. You never know how you're doing if you're not really truly monitoring your progress. Okay, that's something that you have to do. So that way you know how far you are, how far you've come, and what do you need to do next. So, you know, you embracing change makes you stronger. A lot of people think that's a weakness, but it is not, not even by far. So let's talk about the common traps and basically troubleshooting um, these things right about now. So what's not going to be helpful with this? Okay, let me tell you this. Ignoring or avoiding even thinking about change, that's not going to help you any. And that's obvious as to why. Putting off doing things different until you reach a certain milestone or until a certain time frame passes. Because as I said, change is not one of those things that there will ever be a perfect time for. 
um, what's also not helpful to stop. Don't allow your emotions to dictate whether you want to change without considering, you know, having to do something different. Emotions will often block a lot of people from reaching their greatness and growing and healing from and trying to get to a better place with themselves. Um, also, guys, if we all do it sometimes, we make excuses. Excuses why you can't do anything different or why you're not good at something are another reason. And these things are not helpful to you. So avoid making these, stop making excuses. You know, it's either you do it or you don't. And excuses is a way of saying and having this negative thought notation come up and create these scenarios in your head of why you can't do it. Once again, it goes back to changing the narrative you have in your mind about um, how... One side, you might be thinking this change or something's bad. Change that narrative in, in an aspect of, yeah, I know this is this diet's going to be hard, but I know for a fact it's going to be good for me because I'm going to be a healthier, healthier, better version of myself. Something like that, but you can't make excuses. So if you're only focusing on the negative and you're not considering anything positive, that's not even going to help you through this process. So try to avoid doing these things because these are pitfalls and common traps that people have. Um, like convincing yourself not to bother trying to. Like stop trying to, don't talk, talk yourself out of changing for the better. Because a lot of people do that self trying to convince themselves otherwise. They think they can convince themselves otherwise. And that's not so. Stop talking yourself out of a good thing. Good situations. A lot of people do this throughout their life. They've talked themselves out of so many great opportunities that... They end up regretting it later on in life. And that's the last thing anybody really wants for you or for you to do. Waiting until you feel like creating change. Sometimes change has to happen even when you don't feel like it. I know there's times where the kids are running around the house and the house is a mess. And um, your husband's coming home or your boyfriend is coming home or, you know, the parents are coming over. Whatever your scenario is, I'm just making something up, people. Um, it's just like creating that change. You know you're tired. You know you, you just don't feel like doing it. But you know, I have to maintain my house. I have to get up. It's not in the, I have to in the other chapter. It seems really bad, but I must get up. And I have to get this, have to get, I got to get my kids together because if I don't, <laughs> I know for a fact that, you know, they're not going to do it on their own exactly. They're little. Um, uh, I need to go ahead and cook dinner. I have my uh, parents coming up for dinner. I want to cook them this magnificent meal. They haven't, I haven't cooked for them in a long time, so I want to make this good. So... It's about prioritizing things a lot of the time. So instead of making these excuses and all of that, 
So what is helpful during this stage? Evaluating your readiness to change with the open-mindedness that you can do it. Um, another thing, setting realistic time frames and establish to establish and reach whatever goals and anything that you have going. Definitely a big one, balancing your emotions and your rational thoughts because the more you balance your emotions and the more rational you think, the better the outcome of what you're trying to do is going to be. And you're going to have to have to really have the willingness to anticipate potential obstacles if that may interfere. So that way, that's where it comes into the planning. So you have a plan and just in case certain obstacles may come along. So you want to reviewing the pros and cons. That's always a big thing. That's the reason for lists like that, you know. You know, don't sleep on these lists. Everybody thinks, well, that's just... Kind of sounds kind of stupid because at the end of the day, you know what you like, you know what you don't like. By the time you start that list, you'll end up with so much stuff you like and you don't like that you never knew that was there. So don't count it out. So you want to smoke focus. Focus. Definitely hear the word focus on one small change at a time with clear action. One thing at a time. It's called not overloading your plate, not handling more than you can stand. Or doing anything like that. And you committing to behave like the person you want to become. When you start treating yourself as the person. And committing yourself like the person you want to become. You can start doing that. And here is a cautionary tale. And this is a little personal story. I was in college going for criminal justice. I had a job. And... I'm thinking I'm going to work, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to be able to take care of, you know, my family at this whole point in time and, you know, watch out for them because especially I had people I had to take care of and watch after at a moment. What I found out, I had a full course from in the morning to a certain time and then in between time. I had to go to work, and then by the time I did that, I got home, and then as you know, I was burnt out from trying to do that full school schedule, from going to work, and then trying to take care of everybody else. So instead of me saying, I'm going to go to work, but I'm going to just start off with a few courses in college, so that way I can work up to a degree. That's not what I did. I find myself burnt out trying to do more than what I could possibly handle at that moment. That's a cautionary tale. Don't burn yourself out trying to change everything at once because that is what will happen to you if you are not um, under any cautionary tale aware of how much you're really putting on your plate, you know. So what I end up doing is well, life happened to me, if that makes any sense to you. I end up, my, I was on my way from coming from a photo shoot because I see this is one of the situations I had so much going on. I didn't really have a balance with everything, so I was just trying to balance everything in my head, and it wasn't working at the time. I'm on my way, leaving a photo shoot. I'm downtown. 
I think I'm going to sit down and just go to the bathroom. My kneecap slipped out of socket. Next thing you know, I end up in an emergency room with my knee up in, up in the cast. For almost a month, I had to go to rehabilitation. I was trying to go to school. That was the hardest thing. I couldn't go to work because of my injury. I tried to go to school, and it was hard for me to get up the stairs and even deal with the escalators on crutches. It was tiring. So ultimately, I said, let me focus on healing myself. Let me focus on getting my leg better and healing because it's okay that I put this down for a minute because right now, I know if I'm not healthy right now and me being able to walk is going to be a big help to me, especially if I got to go from floor to floor to get to my classes. And... Ultimately, it hit me. You were trying to do too much. You were overwhelmed. You did this to yourself, trying to be superwoman. Ladies and gentlemen, you were not super wo- superwoman or superman. You are human. You have a limitation. Please learn it. So, guys, that is just my little quick, simple review um, in depth about chapter of don't shy away from change because change is crucial in every part of our life and every day change is going to happen whether we like it or not we're going to lose loved ones we're going to end up some people end up having children they people end up transferring to bigger jobs you know people have um moving from different parts of the country to another you're moving to a neighborhood you're getting used to your settings maybe at one point in time you went from owning a car to your car broke down and now that changes now you're on public transportation it varies with everybody else so like I said let the information resonate how it resonates with you how it might resonate with some may not apply to you so just apply it to your life as it fits yours that is my take on this today and guys don't shy away from change it is the best thing in the world it is scary it is crazy but it's the best feeling in the world to know that you made a healthy and great healthy beyond healthy decision to leave a bad habit or create goals for yourself that you never thought you would do or that you were scared to do sometimes Change will happen without you even giving the permission. So guys, don't um, wait till later on because like I said, change is going to happen and it's going to be harder to deal with the longer you wait. So, and the biggest thing on here, and I use this a lot guys, is the pro and cons list. If it's something you're not sure about and in your mind, you might feel like I have this figured out. That's how you finish that list, everyone. You might find out you have more on there than what you thought. But I'm going to end this podcast episode. You guys have a beautiful night. Whatever part of the world that you're in, I love you guys much. Stay tuned. I will have chapter four coming up for you guys. So stay tuned.